Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Today, I'd like to revisit something that I've spoken about before, but it seems to resonate with the crew on the Instagram handle. That's the sales underscore conversation handle which is where I repurpose some of the things that we talk about over here on the podcast and um, perhaps toy with uh, some ideas and techniques that I haven't spoken about here before. But in one of the old posts, I put up something about um, the want, need and afford, sorry, yeah, want, need, afford and urgency framework that I've discussed here on the podcast. And um, that's a, for those of you who are newbies, uh, catching this as your first episode, that is a framework. It's, um, how do I put it? Yes, it's a questioning framework of the things that you need to hit to be sure that you're speaking to uh, properly qualified um, buyers, uh, qualified customers. So you want to ask questions to be sure that um, they want what it is that you have. Okay, let me make it practical. So I'm a wedding photographer so I want to be sure that people want um, a wedding photographer um, the kind of wedding photography services that I offer that you know there's a need there because some people um, don't consider I mean for some brides and grooms wedding photography is a necessity of course um, traditionally people will say that it's a vanity and so you can't call it a need per se but I'm sure you get the general picture so whether you're a photographer or you're a wedding planner, you want to be sure that they want what you have, they need what you have, they can afford what you have, and that there's a sense of urgency. That means that they have a timeline in view or there is some other overarching factor that is going to make them uh, pull the trigger and uh, send you that check, make the transfer, pay the deposit quickly so that you guys can get on and start bringing their vision to um, fruition. So, why do I keep going on and on about want, need, afford, and urgency? The reason, one of the reasons why I do so, and something that was picked up by one of the, uh, by a wedding planner who um, came across the uh, post that I put on the Instagram handle, uh, one of the reasons why I harp on it is because you can't even give an accurate or a relevant quote until you have run through this sort of exercise. So if the people do not want or need a wedding photographer uh, of the kind of photography style and budget and what have you that I offer, and same if you're a wedding planner, then if you go ahead and just give a quote, I mean, what are you giving a quote on? How is that quote relevant to them? You haven't asked the questions to know what it is that they want. And a lot of photographers um, in particular do this. People ring up, they say how much, and then they say, oh, it's 250,000 naira for um, two photographers, uh, one wedding album, three frames, and one USB flash drive with uh, a desktop frame or whatever. So I just made that up anyway. So they just go ahead and they just give that spiel and start going into it and trying to uh, convince them or, you know, why they should buy. But bottom line is, you didn't get a sense of what it is that they want. You gave a quote for one photo book and three frames. How are you sure that it's not the other way that they wanted? That they want three photo books and maybe one frame and you could have quoted higher. So 
if you don't run through this exercise with your clients, figuring out what they want, what they can afford, and what the sense of urgency is, then um, you give a quote that is inaccurate and you give a quote that is irrelevant. And then, of course, that you run into um, trouble later on in the sales process because it looks like you're trying to take a horse to the water and trying to force it to drink. And, of course, you know that that is not going to happen. So why not save yourself the hassle and just make sure that both of you are on all fours in the beginning and just have simple questions. For those of us who are wedding planners, they are already used to the exercise already because for wedding planners, there are lots of um, moving pieces when it comes to uh, putting um, a bit together. So wedding planners do not make that mistake of just saying it's 500,000 for the golden package, 1.5 for the uh, platinum package and you know 2 million for the whatever, whatever, whatever. They have that conversation, or at least the wedding planners that I've seen. Um, okay, how many ushers? Uh, how many ushers are you looking at? What's the seating plan? Uh, how many tables? What's the menu? Um, how many people are we going to have there? Uh, what do we want to have on the um, drinks? Uh, the drink menu? Who are we looking at for MC? Um, you know those sorts of questions. It's only after they've been through all that, assuming that your wedding planning. Um, agency is a sort of agency that um, caters to everything, um, you know, from start to finish. It's only after you've asked all those questions that you can deliver a reliable quote to say, okay, my service fee is uh, 500000 or 200000 and uh, for these items, it's X amount, X amount, X amount, everything, all for the grand total of, you know, $2.5 million or whatever it is that you charge. I'm just making figures up as usual. So, where was I? Yeah, so bottom line, in order for our quote to be accurate and relevant, let's run through the exercise. Another reason why we should do this is also to is to eliminate what people in the business-to-business space call uh, scope creep. So for those of you who, for wedding planners here or photographers or uh, sound and lighting people in particular, for those of you who do work with um, uh, corporate clients, it's something that you're used to. Now, the idea behind scope creep is that uh, you and the customers get together and you put together a bid on the table and they say, oh, everything is fine, and then they pay, and they pay the 500K, and you're feeling all happy and uh, all is good, all is right with the world. You've already figured out a comfortable profit margin. But then you show up on the day to deliver, and then, lo and behold, they say, ah, didn't you bring so, 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 and so? And you say, no, that was not part of the, uh, that was not part of the contract. Um, when I said five ushers uh what we meant was actually um five uh what we meant was five ushers total not you would have five ushers in the hall and then there'll be somebody to greet um the guests um uh, on the way in if that is what we want to do then that means we're only going to have four ushers um, in the hall so if you don't key in on this exercise and really harp on the want and the need um, part especially, you run the risk of having scope creep later on in the process. And believe me, it is not a fun thing to deal with because for um, weddings especially, um, it can, you know, people have this, uh, how do I put it? Okay, there's this idea about how the wedding ought to be an idealized version of what it's supposed to be. So there's a lot that is emotionally invested in this idea of wedding. And so it's not ideally 
uh, the wedding day is not the day that you want to start renegotiating all sorts of things. To say that, okay, you got this wrong, we need to look at this, we need to look at that. When we are doing work with um, corporate clients, it's a little um, it's a little more acceptable, you know, on the day to say, we're going to revisit this, we're going to revisit this. Um, okay, uh, let me just amend the invoice real quick and send it back to you and then we'll reconcile accounts later. So for corporate clients, that's not a problem. On the wedding day, it's a little bit much more, there's more emotional involvement and sometimes it can come across as um, tacky on your part, tacky or maybe um, pushy. Now, an example of this that I had was back when I did the uh, total end of year party in Lagos. Um, we provided the photography and the video crew. I think that must have been maybe five, six years ago, maybe. And so we settled on everything. And um, really, I should have had the video person on board during the negotiations because then it would have um, saved me the hassle of the scope creep that we ran into later on. But anyway, um, that's in the past. So it was a huge amount and there was a, a comfortable margin there for me and for the boys who are going to provide the video and the uh, the second and the third shooter. Second shooter and then we also had a photo booth. So it looked like um, all was good until we showed up on the day to do the um, setup uh, typically for the video um, crew, typically for the video crew at, at these sorts of things, we have to be there um, much earlier in order to set up and be sure that everything everything is working with, uh, everything syncs up basically. So be sure that your cameras have the right um, cords and they hook up to the projectors okay and uh, everything, everything, everything. Now, so we get there that day and then we realize that um, the people that they got for uh, sound and light, sorry, not sound and light, um, the multimedia folks, people who bring the screens, um, basically what they paid for for those people were screens only. So between the screen people and um, we, the camera crew, we had to run around and try and figure out what kind of cabling would be necessary to get that um, equipment to work. And um, so there was a bit of a quarrel uh, on the day. Okay, let me not say quarrel. Maybe that's that's too harsh. There was some disagreement on that day about what was paid to who and what for. Because for us, uh, understandably so, you know, we got the impression that the audio or uh, the audiovisual stuff was already taken care of. So all we had to do was show up with cameras and then just hook up. And uh, I think for the audiovisual people, the the uh those big screen tvs i can't remember what they're called you know they also had a similar um, impression and then lo and behold we're there that day and uh that's the wege that we had to sort out and then also the people who brought the um the the cabling and the uh multimedia stuff uh, did not bring uh, a, a a mixer and looking back now and speaking to other video people, yes, of course, it seems obvious that these are questions I should have um, uh, asked. Okay, it's going to be live uh, video coverage. So uh, should we bring a mixer? Um, what kind of system are you guys using? Um, uh, let me just, I'm going to make stuff up because I'm not familiar with all the tech stuff. Okay, so is it going to be HDMI? Is it going to be a 3.5 millimeter cable? Blah, 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 and on and on and on. So if I didn't get carried away by the huge sums of money. 
and I wanted and uh, if I had been ultra professional as I should have, I would have made sure that we had somebody with video competency um, on ground during the negotiations so that when we're running through the qualifications, the want and the need part would have uh, we would have um, accurately tied things down about what was needed. So the, mi the mixer would have been factored in, the extra cabling would have been factored in, and what else? I can't remember um, what, are, what other things um, we had to throw up on uh, last minute. Yeah, so that's it. In fact, rehashing the episode now, I don't even think it would be proper for me to call it scope creep. I guess that's more negligence on my part or maybe being sloppy on my part uh sloppy on my part but uh i think you guys get the general picture so if you don't key in on qualifying with this simple framework want need afford and urgency these are the problems that you have your quote will be accurate it's not going to be relevant to what it is that they need and at the end of the day you're going to be battling with scope creep so, thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. Again, I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you very much for all the love and attention on Instagram handle uh, and then uh, on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being with me um, so far. And, of course, we're looking forward to the uh, first year anniversary of the podcast i really should check the old episodes and find out exactly when in february we started this um journey together all right so i'll catch you guys on the next episode y'all have a good morning good evening good afternoon whatever it is